0: My goodness, there are more photos. News Talk 1110993 993 WBT. Pete Callaner here. And uh, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for letting me be a part of your day. I do appreciate it. And uh, the phone numbers, if you want to participate, are 704 570 1110, 1 I've also been told that I speak sometimes pretty quickly, so I will slow that down at 704 570 1110. Sorry. And you can hit me up on email Pete at the pete Show dot com on Twitter on Getter as well. Remember, get the podcast at WBT.com. So Stacey Abrams went to that school. You saw the photo. Everyone's seeing the photo now. Yikes, what a mess that's turned into. By the way, they're now looking for a no a new social media coordinator for her campaign. Not kidding. Actually true. And um, like the day after that uh Yeah, the day after that train wreck, they were hiring. I don't know if it was coincidental. Maybe somebody got fired. I don't know. Uh, But now there are more pictures that have come out. It wasn't just for the photo. She was unmasked during the event. So we'll get to more of that. First, I have to give you the update here, and there will be another one tomorrow after whatever happens at the Mecklenburg County Commissioner's meeting tonight. Because it's a Tuesday, and what does Pete do on Tuesdays? Well, usually watches the, yep, the county commission meeting because I am a giver. I watch so you don't have to. So tonight they are expected to discuss Ella Scarborough, the county commissioner who was the top votainer. Please, people, for the love of me, please, votainer, not vote getter votainer. It's such a better word. We can make this happen. It's not even my word. I totally stole it from a listener who called in and suggested it back in Asheville. Uh, So, uh, like, you're not going to help me out. I mean, I'm totally going to, like, hijack a Wikipedia page if it does become a thing. But, like, for the short term, no, just don't think of it as helping me out. It's helping out the language and helping political reporting. And isn't that really what needs our help in this day and age? I'm Pete Callender. Anyway, new emails obtained by WBTV show a Mecklenburg County Commissioner who has not been to a meeting in months requested to go on medical leave last fall. Commissioner Ella Scarborough has not been seen at a county commission meeting since before COVID uh, hit and last attended a commission meeting virtually in October. Last week, county leaders announced Scarborough would take a medical leave. I'm old enough to remember that big news. But the new emails obtained by WBTV show Scarborough actually first requested to go on medical leave back in October. Which raises some questions like, when you guys were all talking about how you didn't know what was going on, did you actually know what was going on? See, here's the thing, and I've said this before, and let me be clear before I make this statement. I need to say this the disclaimer as is the case like i i wish all the best for uh commissioner scarborough and her family and i am not trying to you know be mean or pile on or anything like that i'm not trying to to stir any pots or anything but there is an explanation that is that is warranted it's it's actually due There needs to be some sort of an explanation as to what's going on, because I was back in town for, I think, about 17 seconds before I heard what is apparently well understood in Charlotte, which is that she is not doing well and that she is in declining health. And people need to come clean on this. The sooner, the better, because this doesn't get this doesn't get better, folks. This doesn't get um, the cleanup on this is just going to get worse. And if you don't want to get any of this on you, because I suspect there's going to be some that starts flying pretty soon. That's what happens when it hits the fan. Seriously. Well, I mean, so I've heard I've never I've never actually seen it it happen. But that's where the analogy comes from. I, I have an imagination. So WBTV obtained some emails and. All of the emails are addressed to the commission chairman, George Dunlap, who has played a little, oh, gee, I don't really know what's going on, as well as the county manager, Dina DiOrio. But they do not show the actual email addresses that the message was sent to. So it's possible that those are the only two people that got these emails. But it's also possible that everybody got the emails. I doubt that, by the way. I do. I doubt that. But I also doubt that the information stopped at George Dunlap and at... Uh, Dina DiOrio at some point, like honestly, if I found out about it 17 seconds when I got to Charlotte, are you telling me people in county government don't know what's going on? Of course they do. Like don't whiz on my boots and tell me it's raining, okay? We, We all, I know you know, you know I know you know, and I know that you know I know you know. So, like cards on the table here, let's Again, let's do this sooner rather than later. There isn't any political advantage that I'm seeking in this. There isn't any political advantage to be gained by really anybody, anybody except whoever it is that Democrats want to appoint to fill the unexpired term. And that's what needs to happen here, folks. That, that is what needs to happen. And I know people don't want to, they won't listen to it coming from me because like, what do I know? Just a radio host, right? But that's what needs to occur. And I understand with her reputation and uh, I mean, just like the, the, the trailblazer that she has been and the respect that she has earned rightfully, I get it. I understand people don't want to come across as trying to, you know, take her out. But like this isn't this isn't right. It's not right. And I don't know what the specific health issues are, but I have also about 19 seconds after I r- arrived in Charlotte, I was told what it might very well be because there were indications of this prior that there was it was a um, it was dementia related. I don't know if that's true. I have seen some videos. I have heard some other stories that indicate it's a pretty good bet, but I don't know that. And as one who had that in my family, I can tell you this isn't right, people it's not right you need to do right by her if seriously like if 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 you mean what you say this is not the way you want this to play out it really isn't but i don't know because you guys aren't talking family's not talking she's not talking no one's talking no one wants to no one wants to come clean on what exactly is going on i don't understand how you get away with this except i kind of do understand how you get away with this it's because the entire commission is all of the same party seriously that's why because the media i I can't even bash media they've been trying to get to the bottom of it like when they because at first it's you know she's away and she's on the zoom and so you know it's kind of weird and maybe you know she's older so you know you know old people with technology am i right you know so like they're not you you your suspicions are not aroused immediately but at some point they are and we are well past that point. Media is now on the story. So you can't bash media for not trying to get to the bottom of it. They've been trying to get to the bottom of this. And believe me, like, I I look for opportunities to bash the media. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But not really. So I can't fault them. I can fault sort of a culture that occurs. I've seen it before. You can see it right now at the Mecklenburg County Commission where... These fights that brew behind closed doors, you never, or I shouldn't say never, you rarely find out about them because it's all intraparty. When you've got fights that occurred, you know, back in the day when you had at least one or two people from a different party in the body, then you would, you would get those types of leaks that come out for political reasons. Look at the city council right now. You got Tark Bakari and you got Ed Driggs, right? And they will make the arguments. They will uh, uh, promote contrary ideas, right? They'll pick fights. They do that when they're all in the same party. That doesn't tend. It doesn't generally happen. So, please, I beg of you, please take this off ramp. All right. So, WBTV reporting that new emails obtained by WBTV. So, Mecklenburg County Commissioner Ella Scarborough has not been to a meeting in months, requested to go on medical leave last fall. She's not been at any county commission meeting since before the COVID-19 pandemic, and she last attended a commission meeting virtually in October. And uh, last week, county leaders announced that she would take medical leave. And uh, WBTV got these emails after an email from Scarborough's account was sent Monday, And that included previous emails in the body below, right? So it was like a, it was like an email chain. And so there was like piggybacking on them. And so this latest one that WBTV saw and there are previous emails below it. And you can see the dates and you can see that she sent it to the chairman, George Dunlap, and she sent it to the county manager, Dina DiOrio, but we don't know uh, what actual email addresses the message got sent to. And so like, just like a lot of like if it's a, you know, an email account, it'll, you know, change the name from, you know, Pete at the Pete Callender show and it'll just be it'll just turn it into Pete Callender, you know. Um, And so that's what it sounds like occurred here. So October 26th was the first one. And she says, effective immediately, I will be taking a 60 day medical leave of absence from the Board of County Commissioner. Um, I ask for privacy for me and my family during this time. Thank you for adhering to my request. And that was it. And then there was another email that was sent December 29th. Pray everyone had a wonderful and restful holiday with your loved ones. I'm writing today to inform you that I will be out for the foreseeable future as I am still dealing with health challenges. I look forward to returning to serve the residents of Mecklenburg County very soon. Thank you for your continued prayers and well wishes. My family and I appreciate the privacy and ask that you continue to do so. They're going to discuss this tonight. Um, the county commissioners are. Um, don't know if it's going to be an open session or closed session. Not sure. Um, here's the thing. There is a benefit for this arrangement for other people on that commission. I've gone over this before. There is a benefit. I, I'm i not accusing anybody of using it, although it has actually... Uh, occurred it has played out as if some as if some folks could have directed it that way but i'm not so sure i don't have proof i do i can look at an outcome and if the gerrymandering cases or anything i can go by then uh well i just look at the outcome and that proves the intent anyway the yes vote status by logging in to the to the meetings and just being present via zoom but not actually ever participating or voting her votes are always registered as a yes vote and so what that means or has meant because uh, the last meeting she wasn't even there and dunlap wasn't even calling on her so i don't know if dunlap knew that she wasn't there or what but in the past he would have to keep calling on her and then everybody would sit and wait and wait and there'd be no no response and and then they would just call on another commissioner And then eventually stopped doing that, and now they don't ever call on her. And so it's like, okay, so is this an eight-member body? Um, If she is unable to perform the duties of the office, then she should not be in the office any longer. You're depriving people of representation. So there's that aspect. But there's also the aspect of the benefit that county commissioners derive when you have someone who is an automatic yes vote, on the dais or via zoom in that is uh, you can make a proposal for something and you don't have to get as as much support you can basically work for a tie if you can just get a tie vote you'll win a tie vote will always go to the one that proposes a motion in an affirmative way right so if you're voting yes like you're going to vote to support this action i vote that we give this money i vote for for an for an affirmative action you're gonna win if you can if you can get a tie. Just like with the masks. That was a split commission. It was five four. Ella Scarborough was in the yes camp because of this dynamic. This is these are the rules. That if you log in and you're there, or if you attend the meeting and you're there, you're a yes vote if you don't vote. You are counted as, unless you unless you otherwise indicate, then it's a yes vote. And this has been used, I remember they did something similar, old uh, Mayor Patrick Cannon when he was the mayor, or sorry, when he was a city councilman. Uh, he did that for a, a, a for a committee meeting one day. He was scheduled not to be there. He showed up just so he could be present, and then he turned around and left. And so he got counted as a yes vote because whatever the group was at the, I forget what committee was, may have been economic development, but I forget. And and he did that in order to get a vote passed out of a committee. So these kinds of things occur all the time. And the savvy politicians know what the rules are so they can then use them to craft victories for policy agenda items. And if you were trying to pass an expansion of the mask mandate and you knew it was a split body, well, you knew Ella Scarborough was going to be a yes vote, whether she wanted to vote yes or not, right? Because she would log in and then never say another word. That's a problem. Because other commissioners can use that rule to their advantage. You see? so what I mean. The longer this goes, the worse it's going to get. Because now people... Like me, are going to start going back and looking at votes and all the five, four votes that occurred. News Talk 1110 and uh, 993 WBT 704 570 1110, 1 800 WBT 1110. And there was one other part of this Ella Scarborough story, Commissioner Mecklenburg County, who has uh, been battling health issues that nobody We'll talk about it, and I'm not trying to expose, you know, health problems and all that stuff, but um, there is another angle. There's another component here, and I don't know what the truth is. I'm just seeing some conflicting reports. I'm getting some conflicting statements from elected officials and the like about whether or not she has been receiving money and whether or not there is some sort of benefits, uh, financial specifically, uh, or, I mean, I don't know if the county has benefits for county commissioners. I believe that they do at this point. I remember that was a big fight. Bill James was always trying to get benefits for county commissioners. And um, and, and I remember hearing that he may have, he may have gotten, uh, or the, I think that they did that after he was gone. Maybe. I'm not sure. So that's what I mean. I, I'm not clear on some of these details, but there is a financial component here. And I'm not trying to say, you know, Go after the sick woman, take her money. I'm not, I, I'm not trying to do that. However, I don't think it's appropriate, and it probably is illegal if you've been paying out money and benefits to somebody who's not doing their job and should have already stepped aside. I don't know what the details are, but that is another angle of this story that I would guess is probably that's really the angle that a lot of folks are going to be trying to pursue. Like I said, this is not going to get better. This doesn't get better. Um, let me go over here. Dude. Hello, Dean. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you today? Hey, I'm well. How are you? Good. Thank you. Yeah. Very good. Hey, I was li- listening to all of this. So it was very interesting. How, how? But How did all this come about? Is this a... A product of the Zoom generation, or does this this ruling, you know, where you get a yes vote if you're just there or something, or what is the good purpose of this, or why did it come into existence? It's been around for a while, and different bodies treat it differently. County, uh, so the county commission, uh, probably most of the people on the body weren't aware that that was the rule, but some were, um, and it has come up in the past. Uh, but it's usually if, like, you know, you're in the meeting and you're there, but then you have to leave, you know, step outside, go to the bathroom or something like that, or it's like a seven-hour meeting, whatever, and they do a vote, and if you're not there, they count, they have what are the options? Like, if you step out or um, you, you start the meeting and then for some reason you can't sit through the whole meeting... Um, what 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 are the options available? Right? Do they count you now as not present? Well, that means then if enough people walk out, then the meeting has to end because you don't have a quorum, right? So right. The, so the rules were designed in order to like once you're there, you can't just flee in order to prevent a vote from occurring, and you're going to get counted as a yes vote. In fact, there is another story related to this about Patrick Cannon. I'll tell you, but the um, the um, the idea behind it. Pros and cons, like most things in life, pros and cons. There, there's a benefit, but there's also a downside. Okay, I, it just seems like there, there should be certain. I mean, if you're not there, you, you know, if you get paid or not, it should just be a simple, um, should be there in black and white, shouldn't it be? Well, it is. It's you're, the the law. The rule is that you get counted as a yes, even if you're not there. But this so this way they they this way you can't you you can't walk out of the room for one vote come back in for another vote walk back out so you don't get counted on another vote you're like you can't you can't play games like that right so it's it, mm-hmm. so there are there are reasons why they have this there are other bodies that would treat it as a no vote right so like it there they're just different ways that that this gets treated so Um, but no, it's not a product of like the, the new zoom technology and that sort of stuff. Dean, I appreciate the call drive safe. Um, the other story for folks, if, all right, I don't know if you, for folks who were around and remember this, does, do you remember, and maybe, uh, Pat McQuarrie has told this story on, uh, the radio. I, 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 it would surprise me if he has not. Okay. Uh, but I was at the city council meeting covering council as I did as a reporter for BT. And I was sitting there and there was a big vote. I believe the big vote was on uh gosh, was it on the, was it on the uh minority women business enterprise funding or program or something? It may have been the MWBE program or it may have been arena related funding or something. I don't remember what it was, but it was a controversial vote. Okay. It was a controversial vote. And Patrick Cannon was the um, mayor pro tem, and uh, uh, Pat McCrory was the mayor, and they sat right next to each other, and Cannon faints. Cannon falls out of his chair during the meeting, faints. He, was said, he said he was not feeling well, but he tried to come in anyway, and, and then he faints down, hits the ground, and the story I have heard is that and again this is just what I have heard. There are only there's really only one person that knows if this is true or not, and I don't know. But the story I heard from people actually too that were there that said that when he hit the ground and 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 McCrory like leaned over to render aid, like, oh my gosh, Patrick, are you okay? Like and he reaches down and and the the thought was that McCrory was going to attempt to at least Cannon thought was going to give him mouth to mouth resuscitation and Cannon woke up. <laughs> that's the ru- the rumor. That was the story that was told to me that and you know, maybe he was sick and that's because he, they wheeled him out. They called the ambulance. He got wheeled out and he didn't have to take the vote, but the vote counted as a yes. And whatever passed passed with his yes vote. And there was always the the rumor, the accusation, the innuendo that he did it he faked it in order to avoid the vote on the really controversial topic that had just come up for the vote. He said he was sick and he was dehydrated or whatever that's the but those are the competing stories that occurred so yeah yeah I mean yeah people will do things to get out of tough votes including. Play this game of oh I'm in the meeting I'm out of the meeting I'm in the meeting like the at the legislative level they would have um and I think they brought, the Republicans brought this back I think they did where they have these uh, well, I forget the name they used for it like ex of, not ex officio but uh, it's basically like traveling committee members and they would just show up yeah I think they brought this back so they just show up at a committee meeting and they where a vote is occurring and they could just kind of parachute in vote on something and then walk away. That, yeah, Democrats created these this class of committee members, and they would just kind of move around. They were leadership, and they would just kind of move around uh, from committee to committee wherever they were needed to push a vote over the finish line. So, yeah, you can get old, you can get very creative with the rulemaking process. All righty. News Talk 1110 and uh, 99.3 WBT. So, some breaking news out of Virginia. The state senate which is 21 to 19 Democrat. Now it's a majority Democrat the state Senate in Virginia. They just passed a bill removing all mask mandates. It was 29 to 9. Northern Virginia schools, meanwhile, are suing in court to try to keep kids masked indefinitely. Uh, So movement there in Virginia. I've got... Right, okay, so I got this other story here from the Washington Times, but first, the the Washington Post, which is, it's just a joke, it really is, so here's the headline, GOP rivals seize on Stacey Abrams' maskless classroom photo. This is a joke, like people, if, alright, if there is anybody in media listening, first off, thank you, secondly, um, Please remove the terms seize and pounce from your vocabulary. When you use them, people mock you. People on the right mock you. I'm just, I'm, look, I'm, I'm just trying to do you a solid here. People mock you. You know why? Because it has become so commonplace for left-wing corporate media outlets, mainstream legacy outlets to use this phrasing in order to classify Republicans. I have said one of the rules of journalisming, which is not journalism, but journalisming. One of the rules is if the scandal is about a Republican, then the story is the scandal. If the scandal is about a Democrat or involves a Democrat, then the story is about the reaction by Republicans to that scandal. And that's what this is. This headline, this seizing, pouncing narrative, that's how it is utilized. The GOP seizing on Stacey Abrams's picture, this picture of her sitting. Whoa. I almost said, oh, uh, yeah, I almost said the bad way of saying the way she was sitting on the floor. You know what the bad way of saying it? It's like, so it's like the Commodores. It's like the Washington. Sorry, no, Commanders. The Washington... That's the new team name, right? The Commanders. So she was sitting commander style. Because you can't say the other way. Or as I think the kids refer to it now as crisscross applesauce. Which I'm not really sure why applesauce gets a mention in that way of sitting. But you know, when you're on the floor and you take your legs and you fold them over each other. And you sit the way some people sat at some other time or something. Anyway... She's sitting on the floor surrounded by all these kids and they're all masked up and they're like three and she's like checking every box for every comorbidity for COVID and she's maskless. And so, uh, it was part of her, she's running for governor again, which is weird. I guess she's running for reelection as governor, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. Cause she won last time, told everybody anyway. So she was at this pic at this photo op, gets the picture taken and everybody's like, what are you doing with this picture? You're maskless and everyone else is masked. And she's just got this huge smile on her face. And it's like, did somebody set you up that hates you for this picture? Is that that what happened here? Like, is this sabotage? What a terrible picture. And this is like, this is just the latest in a long line of pictures in public where people that are telling everyone else to mask up and passing all of these rules. And they're out there. Not masked up. Who was it? Garcetti, the guy out of um, the guy out of uh, Los Angeles, who said that he held his breath when he got his picture taken with Magic Johnson. Again, like one of the most immunocompromised people on the face of the planet, and you're getting your picture taken with him at some big football game in a in a luxury box. Along, uh, Gavin Newsom and the San Francisco mayor, London Breed, also she had her picture taken, uh, all at the same football game. I think they may have all been in the same box. You got, um, yeah, all three say they temporarily removed their masks for pictures. Garcetti said he was holding his breath. <laughs> Which, if I'm Magic Johnson, I'm feeling a little offended by that one. Two of New York's top lawmakers also, Mayor Eric Adams and Senator Kristen Gillibrand, have also been recently pictured flouting their state's indoor mask mandates. Uh, and they're all catching heat for disregarding the rules they fervently impose on everybody else. This is the Washington Times. Because the photo and, as, and its reporting uh, in the Washington Post is all about how the Republicans are seizing on the image pointing out that what they characterized as hypocrisy. No, it's not them characterizing it. It is, obviously, hypocrisy. It is a double standard. It is an inconsistent standard. That's what is going on. But the whole story at WAPO is framed through the narrative of the response to the scandal, not the scandal, because the scandal is, and look, scandal is, you know, Subjective term. There's a scale here. There's a spectrum right of scandalous behavior. And so as far as like, no, this isn't, you know, murdering somebody and getting caught with the, you know, the body like not that kind of scandal in the spectrum, but it's on the spectrum. And so this is not about Republicans reaction and keep framing it like that media, please keep framing it like that, because all you're doing is driving more and more people to say I don't see why they're wrong about pointing out the hypocrisy, and now they start identifying with the ones you want me to think are not responding well. So that's the first part. The second part of this is now there are uh, uh, there are uh, there's an update, and it came from uh, Outkick Sports. Outkick the coverage. Outkick Sports. They got the photos because at a photo op, this might surprise some people. You may want to sit down for this. There were more than one, there was more than one picture taken at the photo op. I know, who would have thought such a thing? And now we can see them. And guess what? She did not just take off the pic, uh, off the mask for the picture sitting with the kids. Crisscross applesauce. No, she also had the mask off when she was at the podium. And she had the mask off when she was standing with some other people. They were all masked. All the adults, they were all masked, except for her. It's, it's, it's like comical. They they have all these pictures from the event. And here's Stacey Abrams. It's like a where's Waldo kind of thing. She's like in all of these different pictures and not wearing a mask in any of them. Now, why did it take a sports website to publish those pictures? Were there media outlets there? Were was there Of course there were. Of course there were. She's a rock star. She went to some school in Georgia. She's running for governor. I mean, you know that they went there. You know they had the images. And what? Nobody felt the need to bring any of this to anyone's attention. They just thought, what, it would pass over? It didn't. Speaker Tim Moore will join us after the news. Stick around.